All right, here we are, episode nine of the Collier Cast. We're changing it up a little bit, adding some music. Hopefully, you guys hear it. Um, I don't know if you listen to the other podcast, but I'm not sure if our YouTube videos played to the audience. Oh, it didn't. No, I don't think it did. So we're sorry about that. You guys probably just heard a lot of dead air. <laughs> yeah, I rewatched it. It was just like silence. Yeah, so that's our bad. Um, still new to this, but. This is gonna be episode nine here, and we're <laughs> rewatched gonna, it, re-listened to it. We're gonna talk about pretty much Walt Disney and all his alleged shadiness. Um, so I have some notes written down. We're also gonna use a DuckDuckGo search engine and see what other stuff we can find out about it. So stay tuned and right. enjoy. So let's dive into it. Alright, so Walt Disney was born in 1901, so pretty much in the beginning of the 1900s. Um, he was born in... That Ch- sounds like a long time ago, wow, 1900s. Yeah. <laughs> and he was born in Chicago. Um, Chicago, where amongst of, in Chicago? Exactly, where in Chicago exactly? I think it says he was born in the Hermosa neighborhood, yeah, Hermosa neighborhood. Okay, okay. I don't know. That if you're from Chicago, you know, it's your area. It's not our area here. Before, before we start diving into it, I just rem- what, rem- what I remember, what I recall from doing some research in this. Wasn't he, like, really fond of butts? Uh, yeah, they talked about that in one of our links here that we'll post in the description that he had a weird obsession with, like, butts. <laughs> and didn't he, like, in, in rea- um, reality suck at cartoon or, like, drawing? Yeah, he took a lot of drawing classes as a kid, but I guess his art really wasn't the greatest. Um, it goes to say that uh, he didn't even draw Mickey Mouse. Somebody know? else did, yeah. right? It's just, I, I'm pretty sure when I've gone to the parks, they really do teach you, like, he drew, created, like, Mickey Mouse. He was a yeah. great artist. But, but before we go into that, what do we have like, well, I mean, stirred up right now? So, uh, apparently, if you follow, like, his father, his father was a huge advocate for the Socialist Party, which, you know, socialism, I don't, it's like... It's big right now. Yeah. Socialism you know, is George big George right Soros, now. a lot of the top... Well, even, with even Bernie Sanders yeah, as being a yeah. uh, runner-up, or, or one of them. Yeah. So, there's this whole socialism movement, which Disney's dad was a part of way back then. Um, it's quoted that he even said... And this is way beyond the 1900s, because Walt Disney was born in the 1900s. Yeah, Walt Disney That's was born crazy. in 1901, so yeah, his father was born in the 1800s at that point. <laughs> um, but his father was um, quoted as saying, I believe Walt asked him like why he keeps voting for the Socialist Party if they never win. But his father went on to say um, that both the Democrat and Repu- Republican parties already have instilled socialist values and ideas so basically he's still winning uh the quotes along those lines you guys can really find it if you do some digging we'll post again links in the description but basically for walt disney his shadiness kind of starts it when he signs up for the war so didn't he know like he can manipulate and like kind of like Manipulate in a sense of perception, like oh, like I could do this, and like if I do this, it like perceives. I forgot. I know that you're gonna bring up a story, but in war, he like 
got out of things or like started making money, started well, selling stuff. Yeah. It, it, well, first he lied to get into war. I think he lied about his age or like he forged a signature or something about his age. So, really? um, yeah, he lied about his age. And then on top of that, he was uh, stealing artifacts and selling stuff, making side money while in the army. And um, allegedly, uh, J. Edgar Hoover uh, had noticed this and um, apparently, allegedly, it's... Who was this guy? J. Edgar Hoover? Yeah. At the time, he was a director of the, C- of the, I want to say the FBI. He was the head of the FBI at the time. So this is when he's got ties to the FBI. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... Um, I don't know if it was while he was in the army, but at some point, Disney realized, uh, he was adopted. Not necessarily adopted, but his father had had an affair, and then, basically, his mom wasn't his mom. But, I think, Walt Disney believed that both his parents weren't his parents, and so... His mom and his dad? Yeah, because I I believe it it says that J. Edgar Hoover, uh, offered to help him locate his parents... And basically, this is the start of where... Wait, how does that even happen? How does this... Wait, how did he get in contact with the head director? Well, of it, I, it made it across J. Edgar Hoover's desk that this guy, Disney, you know, he lied about getting into the army. He's oh, selling wow. okay. stuff. So basically, you know, he, okay. was, he was being watched without knowing he was being watched. Gotcha. Because at the time, you know, the army just started doing blackmail operations. And, you know, if they could find somebody to blackmail, it makes your job a little easier. So they... Uh, they offered him the chance to help him locate his parents, apparently. Um, and then... I'm skipping like a lot It's like a chance here. of a lifetime, I guess. Yeah, know, I'm skipping really a lot here because... Didn't know your parents. I mean, that's something to know. How, how, like, that's something to discover, too. Like, how do you, like, discover, like, oh, what? Yeah, my parents I, are my parents then, yeah, in the war, during just, the war. He just didn't really know who to trust at that point. What know? war was this? World War Two. This is World War One. He World was like War a paramedic I. driver. Yeah, he wasn't wow. like anything super crazy. But um, I'm trying to find about his parents here. I'm sorry. What exactly about his parents are you trying to? Well, out? I'm trying to actually get to the point um, where I don't know exactly where it led up but apparently he started it got to the point where the fbi would help him make a fake birth certificate uh man didn't it also get to the point where like they like faked his like birthplace in like spain yeah yeah and okay, that, that's where um that's and what for what was that for anyways trying what trying to like different differentiate of where he originally stayed like what like, what is all of his work birthplace like why was the whole point okay like, so here's the, the timeline we're gonna post this link again in the for sure this and is there, so... if you scroll through it you'll find different timelines so this timeline here so in 1918 j edgar hoover uh was at the first you know the big thing was draft dodgers for world war one people who would dodge the draft and then it crosses the desk how, how, how does that work though how would you so, like do you have any do you know anything like so, I mean, basically, you know, you get the draft number, and either you go or you don't go. And if you don't go, it's called draft dodging. And okay. Yeah, it's punishable crime at the time. So, and then he finds out about Walt Disney committing forgery of his parents' signature to join the army. And then, but he just watched him, you know, so he could blackmail him. Um, 
And then Who it, just watched them, like just the FBI, okay. J. Edgar Hoover. His, okay, so they're just getting in from yeah. intel. Okay, yeah, just get because they can use them to blackmail him eventually if For they sure. needed to. Well, so yeah. <laughs> it was discovered that Walt Disney had no birth certificate because he was part of an affair. His uh, birth was kind of like a secret. Oh yeah, didn't you say he wasn't even like he was birthed at home, right? Yeah, yeah. So he was uh, born from a woman from Spain who moved to California. Let me see. So, yeah, in California, he meets... His father meets this woman because his father was out looking for gold, I believe. Oh, with the gold rush? Is this the era of gold rush? Yeah, he was seeking fortune in the gold fields in California, and then he meets this Isabella, who's his mom, who's Disney's real mom. Ooh, Isabella. Yeah. And they fall in love and have an affair. Uh, but eventually his dad moves back to Chicago. And then she has Disney. And I think she has Disney's brother also. Disney's older brother. I think she had his brother first and then Disney. Oh yeah, he has a brother, doesn't he? Yeah. That's something that I forget. Yeah, he has. A, yeah, his older brother was first and then Walt Disney was born. Um, and so basically... They took him. He was able to convince his wife at the time I guess, to take him in. So they lived in Chicago for him for with a for a while. Um, and how would you like speculate how like old is Walt Disney at the time? Well, if it says he's born in nineteen oh one, this is all nineteen oh five. So yeah, let's see. So rather okay, really so yeah, nineteen oh five. He moves to Missouri. Walt Disney's father. And then he hires Isabel, who is Walt Disney's mom, as the maid. Huh. So basically, she probably does a lot of the raising of the two boys, since, you know, they're the bastard children. Um, so then it jumps to 1918, where J. Edgar Hoover discovers that Walt Disney uh, has no birth certificate. Because, you know... Man, they're really... This FBI guy is really digging up on uh, Walt Disney's family, like... And so Walt Disney also discovers this because, you know, Walt Disney went to join the army and he has no birth certificate. And then, he, you know, he talked to his parents um, and he just basically discovered, like, he doesn't trust him anymore. And then in November of 1938, his mother dies. It says his mother dies by gas. And this is his birth mother? Yeah. I'm guessing there's some kind of fire or some kind of gas attack. What do you mean gas attack? It says Walt's mother dies by gas. And the Disney's maid pulls Elias, which is his father, to safety from the fumes. But Walt's mother dies. Now, wait, I thought the maid was his mother. I guess they had multiple maids. They were, okay, gotcha. they, they were wealthy at the time. Okay. Um, so after this, in 1939 to 1940, J. Edgar Hoover offers Walt Disney help to locate his real parents if Walt will work for the FBI. So, either Hoover already knew that he was a bastard. So wait, hold on. So that's crazy. So, so they have a lot of dirt on Walt already. So, if he says no, I'm wondering if they're like yeah. So like pretty much it's just secured. Hoover had blackmail power over Walt, and Walt pretty much going to be loyal. So Hoover informs Walt Disney of the truth, and then moves to generously protect Disney and his father's reputation. It, isn't it like also told that 
Walt Disney was a Freemason? Uh, yeah, we'll get into that okay, later. Yeah, I'm, I'm, okay, we'll okay. I'm this just, is still, like, the beginning of I, his life. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And the start I'll... of, like, his shadiness. Because now, he's working for the FBI now. And now, he wants to protect, kind of, his and his father's reputation. So, two FBI men plant baptismal information of a child born to Isabel in 1890 named Jose in Spain. So, so why are they trying to still fake his birthplace? Of well, because he has no American certificate of birth, and it, it'd be kind of hard to fake that, I believe. So that's why they kind of went to Spain, where she was from. And do didn't you say there is a, like a memorial of like Walt Disney in the place? I don't think it's for sure, but it, I don't. I think it says like it. Don't be surprised. Okay, we'll get you. into that. Got so you. They say that the baby was born in 1890, even though this is 10 years off his actual birthday, and it's intended to throw people off his track, apparently. So they can't plan a fake birth certificate for Walt in the records of 1901 because everyone knows from nineteen from World War One that none exists. Therefore, they plan a fake certificate for Walt in the Illinois state record in the year 1890. They hope people will think that somehow a filing error occurred this way, if anything leaks, the worst came, to, worst co- worst come to worst, Walt could at least pretend he was adopted and is not an illegitimate bastard. Doesn't it? I am curious. So then they pay off townspeople in this city in Spain to tell a particular story, and it says here townspeople probably received ongoing payments. I mean that's kind of interesting, like to mention, like to pay off, like kind of these rioters that's going off, like pay protesters. You know. Yeah. Okay, so I kind of messed up earlier when I said his mom died. So I guess not his real mom died, but the okay Elias's wife, his father's wife, died because after uh, Walt talks to his father. His father apparently just commits suicide out of the blue. Wait, what? <laughs> That's no. all it says. Is no. It? Walt confronts his father with the truth and his father commits suicide. Let's look into that real quick. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, yeah. I, I just, let's see if there's any more details what? around that. that We're going to switch so up on Yeah. Suicide. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, death is. That's nothing, you know? Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> Before we start diving into this. Was was Walt Disney part of the MK Ultra experiment? Um, it's actually pretty crazy that they never they don't even talk about his death here. Really? Yeah, I'm looking at just his basic Wikipedia page and doesn't say anything about his death here on Wikipedia. I wonder why. Oh, jeez. Let's see. So it says nothing about like his father's death. I'm trying to read here and see. Let me see. Oh, so I guess so. Here's some a little more details on his uh on the wife that died. Uh, for, so it was a gas leak and it caused. Gas leak where in his in, house? In his house, and that's why she said she died of gas and the fumes. So, the maid who was Walt Disney's real mom saved, saved uh, 
The boys? Yeah. Okay. So when do we get into his like his adult life when he starts like Wow, like, okay, so creating, again, like So Disney the World. the only thing I can find about his suicide was this one link which we'll post. It's about a it, this is like a book written by somebody. That's interesting. There's only little, so little, like they want to cover yeah, up. Yeah, like they, like they mention in, like they try to only show the good. Yeah, it's actually crazy because yeah, not his Wikipedia. And now it just gets into Walt Disney stuff. So there's not really much on his. Do you know like the where they laid or like. Where they're, where they're buried? Yeah. Uh, no, but I found this information on findgrave.com. Oh, really? Uh, so, yeah, he's buried in Los Angeles, California. Walt Disney. Well, his dad. Oh, his dad is buried. There's some uh, theories about Walt Disney's death. Like, he's apparently uh, frozen oh, in frozen. Disney, yeah, Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's all kinds. Frozen in Disneyland? Yeah, somewhere in Disneyland or Disney World, you know, waiting until... Uh, there's actually, like... The technology, technology advances... Because, yeah. like, freezing always, like, you know, like the Ice Age, there's, like, that mammoth that they, like, brought back. Yep. Okay. So, after his father commits suicide, I guess, in 1954, in order to... Re- so, it was a suicide? I don't understand. Like, quote-unquote suicide? That's they, really go, they don't really There's nothing I could find, yeah. Okay. I, I mean, if okay. people are always free to do their own research and see what they can find out, but... It just says here, commit suicide, and that's the only thing I have of his death that says how he died. Nothing else says how he died. Um, huh. In 1954, in order to reinforce the myth that Walt was born in Spain, a group of Franciscan monks goes to the Mojacar, Mojacar, I don't know how to say it, I'm sorry, but it's in Spain, and visibly inquires about the birth records of Jose Guero... And or Walt Disney. They spend time with the mayor and make sure everyone connects Walt Disney with Jose, who is fictitious. Who is a fictitious character that the FBI has created records of. In 1967, a year after Walt's death, a large group of Americans... Uh, Wait, hold on. Walt Disney... Hold on. Walt Disney died? What are you talking about? Well, I, he died in 1966. So a year after he died, a group of Americans pretended to be on official business for the American government and they went to Spain to destroy all the records to ensure that there will be no Spanish claimants to Walt Disney's fortune. Later to ensure that the fictitious story is solidly in place to mislead the few who might get a cloud of curiosity over Walt Disney, the Spanish government does a favor to certain powerful people and pays an investigator to investigate the Spanish origins of Walt Disney. People of the village willingly tell people without any fear, without any fanfare, that Walt was born in their village. Um, so I'm confused. So we've already skipped to where he's dead, Walt Disney's dead. Well, this just talks about how they're making sure that you, he's born in Spain. Okay. This is just after he died. It was just saying it doesn't have to do with it. he died. You know, he died and a year later... People went to Spain and destroyed the records. Gotcha, got gotcha. What, where, where does it actually start diving into where, like, they got, they started buying the land in, like, California, buying land here in Florida? Where, where does it start to where, how, how do you actually acquire the land? Well, he California got the CIA's help. I know California was first. And yeah. And they started wanting to, like, send, he, like, sent out, uh, 
a real estater or an agent, so it was under a different alias. So people won't recognize it was Walt Disney buying up land in Florida. Um, I'm just curious to like, so, how, so how did he, so how did he get the land in the first place in California? And I know like Disneyland was the first one. So when was actually Disneyland created? Uh, let me see. Let's see if it talks about that because I that's good. I didn't research that far ahead, unfortunately. Uh, asking really good questions. Let's see if it talks about Disneyland and Disney World. I'm just scrolling through this. Well, the only reason why I asked is because it kind of like skipped to like it sounded like he well, died yeah. in the 1960s. Well, that was just talking like about because that was just talking about his birth. That was okay. just talking about his birth and birth certificate and the whole got you shenanigans. Because it was so, that were you saying like they basically just say oh. He, he didn't have a birth certificate. Okay, I got you. So there's you. no record of his birth, actually. I got you. Which really could go deeper and, you know, was he even a real person, but... See, my, my idea was... Because isn't it, like, the Disneyland and Disney World connected all as well as the uh, CIA? Um, connected what to the... To the CIA? What, did they connect to the CIA? Because um, I thought I thought there was a whole, like, uh, um, not, not a plot organization, but, like... Given that Disney or given that Walt Disney is well connected, um, we have already like talked about how he was talk uh, connected with, to, to the president of like the FBI. Well, he is a connected man. And he is like well for the Socialist Party. Um, isn't there like something saying like uh, since everybody comes to Disney World or all around the world, it is also there's also like kind of like child. Um, I want to say like okay, so here slavery we go. going on, but like selling. So over the years, Walt Disney has developed several very sneaky ways and reliable techniques to acquire land. Okay. They acquire land through their executives and large stockholders, basically a lot of money, and family members of the executives and stockholders and connections. After all the deals are made in an area, and when everything is placed over a period of time, the people will turn the land over to Disney. Disney works with government officials and local bankers to line up special deals so they can succeed in their plans. After everything is lined up, the corporation announces their plans and goes forward. This methodology has been used repeatedly. For instance, the American History Theme Park in Manassas, in the Manassas Civil War battlefield area of Virginia, for which Disney has acquired 1,800 acres and has access to at least 1,200 more. That's crazy. I didn't know he owned he owned land in Virginia. <laughs> Man, a lot of money. Nine in November '94, after a new Virginia governor was elected, the Virginia Disney's America project was announced, and Virginia voted almost instantly for the money for transportation and infrastructure improvements to the area, so that Disney's theme park would be viable. Disney set up three banks in Napa, California. Their banks made loans to old families in the valley. They set up their own banking system. Basically, the trust and the wills for these families were made up by Stanford University grads. These people sit on the boards of these bl- of these banks or connect with the boards of these banks. They charge large fees and know every trick in the book to rob people for, of their estates and their living trusts. Stanford grads who connect with the intelligence agencies and the mob use certain code words when they set up their businesses, such as Resource, Evergreen, and Pacific. 
there are a number of sacred shareholder of scared shareholders who are being intimidated to sell their land in the Napa Valley region. Just prior to World War II, the FBI recorded Walt Disney. His job was to spy on Hollywood or anything else that looked suspicious. Documents obtained from the Freedom of Information Act, in spite of heavy censoring, clearly showed that Walt Disney was pay- a paid special correspondent asset of the FBI. How did um he start getting into like Hollywood and the film industry? With uh being like you know Disney and motion picture already. Um, I mean, I guess already here just shows that he had some help with the FBI since his job was to spy on Hollywood. <laughs> but what what's the what's the saying or not the saying but um some of like uh Disney's um cartoons would be more like um. I don't know, but used for like a method of brainwashing or MK Ultra. Yeah, yeah, they used his cartoons for MK Ultra. Um, let me see. See right here, it says he was connected, well connected to the royal family, H.G. Wells, Bob Hope. Yep. And he played. Ed go- he D. Sullivan. He regularly played golf with uh, Bob Hope and Ed Sullivan. Bob Hope is a. If you look in the Bob Hope, he's like an MK Ultra handler. I think he was a politician. No, he was an entertainer. He was a comedian. And um, they used him to go on tour uh, with the troops. Bob Hope was a comedian? Yeah, yeah. And he went on tour with the troops and always had, like, a lot of girls with them. And they think they used these girls as, like, sex slaves to get information from troops. And, you know, blackmailing. More blackmail. More MK Ultra. So they would, so they would like slip drugs in the troops and see if they like crack. That or you know, yeah, slip them drugs or you know they'll talk to the pretty girl and the pretty girl relays information. You know, um, because again, this is back in like the fifties. It was like easy to get people to talk back then. You know, they talked to just a hot chick. Yeah, a good-looking chick. I mean. Yeah, and so Bob Hope basically handled a ton of these chicks during that time, and you know he's best friends with Walt Disney. And so the connection with the royal families, because like all the kings and queens have been to Disney World. Uh, yeah, isn't it like a meetup place? Uh, not a, I mean, it could be, allegedly. Like all, all the world leaders go there? Not at the same time, necessarily, but yeah, all the, a lot of world leaders have been there. Been there. At some point in time, yeah. Huh. Isn't he like, um, wasn't Walt Disney best friends with uh, Ronald Reagan? Yeah, him and Ronald Reagan were... Re- were really good friends. Um, when I think he was a ca- the governor of California, he got him. He he made a road through a national park for Walt Disney for one of his resorts. That's connections for you. Would yeah, especially during the time when people were like kind of protesting that kind of stuff. Now, what's with these Disney Studio tunnels? Um, I have to really look into that because that kind of goes into like underground tunnels. So. Like under the theme parks? I mean, I know that's uh, already uh, well known. Under the theme parks, and then maybe they even connect out of the theme parks. I know there's a lot of, like, the Playboy Mansion connects to certain celebrity houses. You know, there's tunnels under there. Um, yeah, so apparently he was a porn king, but this is pretty interesting. One of the countless items that Disney was involved in was the investigation into the disappearance slash rape of a six-year-old child, Rose Mary riddle on january 12th 1961 according to documents gotten from the freedom of information act wg simon was the fbi agent who met with the sack 
I don't know what that means. Walt Disney in L.A. about the case. W.G. Simon had been one of, has been one of those people who has been publicly lying by claiming that Walt was never an FBI agent. The paper trail proves otherwise. Oh, so they don't really get into that rape and disappearance of that six-year-old child, but who knows, you know. Wait, so what happened there? Like, Disney covered it up? Of a... uh, I mean, we can look into it and see. Rose Marie Riddle. Let's see what comes up. So, yeah. what? Yeah, we're going to dive into there. What What exactly happened? Did um, Walt Disney, like, get a little... Too frisky with a lady, and like they're trying to cover it up. Like, um, you know, he murdered somebody. <laughs> lady, she was six years old. Woo you know, I'm thinking it's like, um, you know, older lady that we're, we're talking about. That's crazy. And we're, and what are they, what are the accusations? What are they saying? Walt Disney killed her? Well, I, I, I don't know if it's an accusation, but <laughs> I'm trying to find it here. Allegedly, I mean. For all we know, we don't know, you know? Yeah, you never we're, know, you never truly know. For real. But we're going to dive into it. Okay, we're let gonna me dive see. Into it. Oh, you know, it doesn't... See, so pretty much Walt Disney was just blackmailed and working for the FBI. Yeah, well, I mean, he kind of did it not knowing he was blackmailed, but, like, if he did it, if he didn't cooperate, they would blackmail him. I mean, for sure. For um, sure. Man, I can't find... Uh, anything other than what we already know. Yeah, I can't find anything into this six-year-old. So, we don't, so nothing into the six-year-old death or murder? She was raped, too, though, you were saying? I said disappearance slash rape. Damn, that's crazy. Six-year-old murder and rape. And, you know, there's nothing on her. It's wild. Cover it's... up quick. Yes. Cover it up quick. Shh. Oh, here you, we go. I don't want you to find that. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just trying to find this connection that Walt Disney has with this missing six-year-old. But before we start finding that, I'm curious to what... What it was this whole only full time black worker was this guy or this person named Shay Shiner? Oh, that wasn't his name. Um, that was basically I. Uh, he was just a crappy boss. You know, he didn't like the worker unions. He was very strict. You couldn't curse, or you had work. You were at risk of being fired. Men couldn't have facial hair. Um, they had to wear ties and suits. And he didn't have any black workers. The only black worker really? he had was. The shoe shiner, and that's what you were reading. Sorry, that's just oh, my notes. The okay. shoe shiner was the only black worker he had. Who that's was crazy. That, yeah, that's man. That goes to show you like what he thought of like people at the time. You know. And it was he was only strict just to keep his company looking good. Yeah, it's really. all. Just, it was all just a front company. Yeah, make it look good. Alright. That is crazy. So the guy so the guy actually was probably a really out, big out douchebag. This guy was a douchebag. But it was just a front. It was just a look. 
So what's this connection with Disney and the Saudis? Uh, I'll get into that, but I, so I found a bigger, like a little more info on the connection the, between the, Disney and the six-year-old. Okay. So apparently, mm-hmm. uh, eventually a husband and wife pleaded guilty. The husband was in- executed and the wife was sent to prison. And so Disney met with the FBI to talk about making some Disney cartoons to warn about child molesters. Um, but I don't know. It's just kind of weird that a squirt. It's like you know a cartoon to talk to them Wait, about pedophiles. Disney met with this family. No, not this family. He met with an FBI agent. The FBI agent who met with Disney to create cartoons about about child molesters. I guess it was based on the case. So it doesn't seem like anything came with the conversation. Um, so, so yeah, it doesn't really seem like he was really involved in a shady side of that. So who really? Um, because they want to create cartoons, but wasn't it mentioned earlier that he really sucked at car- drawing at cartoons? Yeah, and then you get like fired, or not necessarily fired, but. Something with school, they had to, like, kick him out or something out of an organization because he was, wasn't good and he wasn't a good drawer. Um, I don't I, know if it was necessary. I don't remember exactly, case. but uh, he wasn't the best drawer. But event, so, which so is how why, did he get his cartoons? How did all that... Again, him? being a shitty boss, he would steal... the. He would take all the credit from, from, the, the, people. from the workers. From, yeah. okay, just like sure. Thomas Edison. Yeah. Thomas Edison had a big factory, and all the workers would do all the hard work, and he would just and take took the all the credit. Yeah. Got you. Um, so, let me see here. Yeah, so... Disney and the Freemasons. So, that goes back up here. Yeah, isn't there, like, two pics of him wearing Freemason gowns? Yeah, and it's not exactly Freemason. It's kind of like a branch of Freemasonry called uh, the Order of the Demole. Okay. It was in uh, Kansas City, Missouri, which is where he was living at the time. And I so believe the Demole is originally in Kansas City. It's uh, where that where they're located. That okay. specific, that that order, you know, it's like a fraternity. It's so weird. I'm not yeah. like too familiar with any of that. It's so weird. Yeah, it's like there's different you know areas. Um, So yeah, so he was Demole, he was in a fraternal organization for 12 to 21 years old. So, it it, it all like boggles my mind, because isn't he like tied with an Illuminati? But then it's like Illuminati is a separate entity from the Freemasons. Apparently, they... uh, J. Edgar Hoover even knew he was part of this, because he sent Disney a letter here saying, Dear Mr. Disney, I've just received the card bearing your fingerprints, your fingerprints. Which were taken during the course of the National Conference of the Order of Demole, and wish to advise you that they have been classified and are now on file at the Civil Identification Unit of this Bureau. I am indeed pleased that we can be of service to you in affording you a means of absolute identity throughout your lifetime. So, this is, that was basically. So like the, the FBI basically knows a lot about Disney and his connections, because the FBI, I'm pretty sure, has their connections as well. I mean, they 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 have connections on both sides, and it wasn't like one guy working for the FBI and the mob. The John. Yeah, that's a 
I forgot. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but yeah, the, yeah, he was working for the CIA and the mob. But there's a ton of cases connected to that. Also. I'm sure. I'm sure there's a ton of cases for where that happens. Um, let me see. In his return for the service of, to the bureau, Disney was quite persistent in trying to get them involved or let them let him involve them in his productions. In some instances, he offered them total control over the finished product, and as we will see. When they took him up on the offer, they exerted a lot of control. Our story begins in 1954 when Disney offered the FBI's L.A. office free access to Disneyland, California for use in connection with official matters and for recreational purposes. This offer was made in the middle of the decision to promote Disney and SAC contact. I don't know. Is that special agent contact? What know. is that acronym for? The SAC? I don't know. They described it earlier, but I'm too lazy to go back. <laughs> but let me see. All right. It also indicates a further a furthering of their relationship beyond Walt spying on his industry colleagues and snitching on anyone he thought was a commie. <laughs> the decision was actually to promote Disney. It was made very early in 1955, not long after his offer of free access to Disneyland was made. A year later, a representative for Disney approached the FBI about shooting some footage at Bureau properties for episodes of Mickey Mouse Club. The memo notes that the show went out between 5 and 6 p.m. and had audience of some 20 million kids. The suggested scenes would show an FBI marksman showing his skill at the shooting range and also fingerprints being taken. The FBI member states he does not want to emphasize the criminal side of fingerprints, but would merely like to point out how many fingerprints we have and show how they serve a humanitarian purpose. It was actually, the request was denied, but I guess it just got them talking, you know. And he wanted to film again. In conducting the crime scene, the search is deemed advisable to eliminate short word. Do we know the guy um, who actually drew Mickey Mouse? Do uh, you know his name? No, I didn't look into it. I, I think it does say it in this link that I'll post, but I didn't look into it. Okay. Uh, I was just mainly focused on kind of the shady side of Walt Disney, you know, and his connections to the FBI. Um, I mean, didn't they use, um, didn't, wasn't Walt Disney connected to NASA in order yeah. to, like, manipulate space in the film? Yeah, the Bureau also found out that Disney were going to feature the FBI agent character in their film Moon Pilot, about the first man to be shot around the moon, the character played by Edmund O'Brien, the flying saucer man, and generally not a very loyal and competent FBI agent. The FBI reached out to Disney personally, who told them that the script was somewhat different to the serialized version of the story that the FBI were working from. He said that the FBI actually came across very well in the Disney version and asked that Hoover reviewed the script before making the final decision as to whether FBI could be mentioned by name. As it turned out, Disney dropped any mention of the FBI from the script, and the agent became a generic government security officer. 
FBI files note that the agent from their criminal research station saw a preview of the film at the Pentagon. One memo states under heading, interesting note. The Air Force has a problem. They cooperated in this movie to the extent of furnishing a technical director, making some stock footage available, and furnishing aircraft for a scene or two. The credits now gratefully acknowledge the cooperation in Air Force and from the discussion among Air Force officers present at showing the film. It is apparent that they feel that the public will identify them as having approved of this film. They do not approve, and we're discussing a means of getting a change made since the film was sent to them in the final print. Do you remember that one name of that one footage, our Disney film, that was used to, like, MK Ultra. Like oh, there's a Ultra. list of them. Uh, is it see. really? Yeah, there's a list of films. Because, uh, I mean, the one that we watched was, I mean, we, <laughs> it was pretty, if you really paid attention to it, there was intense, very intense moments, and then at the very end, very nice, calming Yeah, so let me see. To really, really soothe you down, but the intro, I mean, gosh, man. So, I guess um, so much of the Illuminati programming involves the creation and programming of three different altars, which is, you know, the altar, which is, uh, yeah, the alpha, which is the front, you know, your everyday altar. What is that? I don't understand. What do you mean? There's, you said, so yeah, when the they, uh, there's the four of them? Uh, three. There's three altars. Which, um, Alpha is like your cover, and then there's Beta, Delta. Beta is, um, like the sex slaves. That's what, pretty much what the girls get, and then the guys get the Delta, which is kill, kill, you know. It's the, they're turning them into killing machines, basically. Uh-huh. Um, so because of the three altars, a lot of Disney movies about. Uh, the Illuminati program include the three blind mice, three caballeros, which is cowboys in Spanish, three little pigs, three little wolves, three lives of Thomasina, the three musketeers, three ninjas, three orphan kittens. So I know Disney's often like made out to be like a good, you know, we make good movies, good cartoons, but what are they're also um them part of companies that also make. Horror movies as well. Like, yeah, they own whole companies. They own entire production companies to make horror movies. They make porn movies, allegedly. Um, if you want to go into shady yourself, apparently, allegedly, they do like snuff films and torture films and all that. Um, it talks about him being a underground porn king. I haven't looked too much into that, um, but it really is something to research. So here's an interesting note. Uh, let me see. It doesn't give me a time frame here but he spent time with Steven Rockefeller let's see who was this guy man this guy's connected with everybody the yeah. Rockefellers too yeah and wasn't he also connected to the uh, OJ Simpson he wasn't connected to OJ Simpson cause that was after he died okay um Okay, it doesn't say Steven but, Rockefeller. But where did it all tie in with O.J. Simpson? Because I know it eventually tied in with O.J. Simpson. Well, no, it just tied... Because O.J. Simpson was MK Ultra. That's the only thing it ties into. It's MK okay. Ultra. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying... Because, like, MK Ultra was well beyond 
for like was already before before, before Disney, right? Uh, Probably around the same time because Disney technically it's MK so, Ultra didn't start till uh, like the fifties or the sixties. Um, Disney was around the thirties, I want to say forties. Um, so it probably but it was like the starting phases. I would say yeah, like, yeah. It probably was going on, yes, for sure. Because I mean, look at all the connections with the Rockefellers, with the FBI, with the with even the guy who created NASA and the. To create the perception of space. Yeah, and then this part talks about here how a lot of the stuff is mind control. Uh, like, it's a small world after all. Yeah, so, yeah how did, so how would that be mind controlled? Uh, let me see. Within a few minutes, one morning, the author had seen a. Why grab it, create a world? Um, all right, let me see. Disney visitors taking a small boat where doll, dolls sing and around the world theme song. There we go. Small world. These dolls, these doll world parts of the amusement parks are used for programming, assassination, and espionage alters. The song and dolls play important roles in these alters mind control programming. Some slaves at around age nineteen have this type of programming tested. So are you saying like these guys that are MK Ultra like get triggered? I mean, or it's just used to programming and they just tie them onto that ride for hours on end. <laughs> huh. Maybe not necessarily even that ride, but just that song. Yeah, right? It's a small world after all. <laughs> So, um, when was that Club Thirty Three made? Like, was that always that was that always been around, or? Cause like I know that like when I passed by, like it was just more like rebranded. But I don't know if it was always. Let me see if they talk about the Club Thirty Three. Cause like, what's with the uh, the numbers Thirty Three again? Thirty Three is the highest um, ranking of um, highest degree in Freemasonry. Okay. Also. Uh, how many vertebrates you have in your spine leading up to your brain. And why is that to know, like, 33? Because, uh, um, like, full consciousness is, like, more than, like, your brain. And, you know, there's you need, seven, like, there, it really goes, to, like, with the chakra systems. So you need 33, like, kind of, like, complete the whole, like... Um, I really don't know... Exactly, like the 33 part, but I know the seven chakra points, which is, you know, you have your root chakra, which is like your basic desire. It's like I am, I feel, and then I see, I understand, and then like beyond that, like it goes above your head, and basically it's just a full awakening. Does that have anything to do with like, I hear no evil, I see no evil? Yep. Really? It all connects. Yeah, it all connects. Um, man, let me find the club 33. So do you so you think okay so you think OJ Simpson was MK Ultra mind controlled? That's for another episode. Okay, but yeah. okay. all right, yeah, all right. So Club Thirty Three is a set of private lounges located in three of the Magic Kingdoms, which are a part of Disney World parks and resorts. 
The official explanation states that Club 33 gets its name from the address of 33 Royal Street in New Orleans Square at Disneyland. A rumor speculates that the name refers to 33 institutional patrons at Disneyland in 1966-1967 when the club was being built and open. Coincidentally, however, 1933 is the year in which the, Coincidental. Con- in which the constitutional probation of alcohol ended in the United States, just as Walt Disney's posthumous founding of Club 33 in 1967 ended his previous prohibition of alcohol within Magic Kingdom of Disneyland. Do we know the funding it costs to get in Club 33? Yep. Okay, corporate members pay an initiation fee of $40,000 and individual members pay 25000 in, in addition to annual dues. And this was back in the day. Which are about 12000 I mean, this says it's pretty recent. Okay. In 2011, there was a 14-year waiting list for new memberships. The membership waiting list was reopened in May 2012 after being closed for five years. Damn. So wait, there was a waiting list and then they just closed? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So apparently it's only in California, I guess. It's not in the one here. Well, it says... No? It says three of the Magic Kingdoms. Oh, yeah, here we go. And the first location is in New Orleans Square. Additional locations of Club Clerk 33 currently exist in Tokyo Disneyland, Shanghai Disneyland. That's interesting, huh? China. But Club 33 members and their guests also have access to the 1901 Lounge at the Carther, Carthay Circle in Disney California Adventure. And new locations are coming to Disney World for parks. Wow. Here's a couple pictures on their Instagram here. So yeah, it's only in uh, New Orleans, uh, in Louisiana, Tokyo, and Shanghai. Oh, wait, what? What? Oh, look, I guess there's one here. In Bay Lake, Florida. There you go. We found it. We got one in Florida. Where is it at? Let's see where it's at. I mean, yeah, I, mean I remember passing by, you know, as when leaving Orlando. Coming down, you know. To yeah, the where is, uh... What is this road here? Tom Sawyer Island. Tom Sawyer Island. Where is this at? What park you know, is I this? always wanted to just like stay on Tom Sawyer's Island and just like overnight <laughs> go back onto the main part and just like sneak around. I want to like satellite view this because this is interesting. Royal Street. I wonder what park this is. So more recently, though, with Disney, because I know with COVID-19 and everything and, like, you know, people left stocks and, like, people were, like, upper CEOs oh, left. yeah. Left. That's where the Saudis come in because uh, Saudis recently uh, bought millions of shares. Millions. Wow. So, I mean, don't be surprised if there's a Walt Disney World coming to uh, huh, Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Arabia. <laughs> oh, my God. It's crazy. Yeah, it's just really crazy to the connections that it all has. 
Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a ton of shady stuff with Disney, you know, from who he's connected with to really the company itself, you know, because like what other place in the world do world leaders go to, you know, world leaders don't go to SeaWorld. Yeah, that's true. World leaders don't go to SeaWorld. Everybody goes to Disney World. World leaders... Do they even go to Universal or Busch Garden? No, they go to... It's always a big deal. They go to um, Walt Disney World. Um, But yeah, I mean, there's tons of stuff to look... I mean, it shows more to even cover up. Yeah, I mean... Disney Studios has underground tunnels, which probably connect to the Disneyland parks. Um... There's pictures of Walt Disney in Freemason attire in that Order of the Delmo Malay uh, faction of the Freemasons. He's also known to hang out with H.G. Wells, who's a high-ranking Freemason member. He's also met with the Pope. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Pope's come to Disney Disney World also, Disneyland, whatever. So he's, well, so the the Pope was a Roman Catholic, right? Uh, So he's well-connected with that. That party, that is interesting yep. to know. Yeah, there's really a lot. It's like it goes to show, you know, it's who you really know and the right connections and the right places. Because um, he, I believe, he even dropped out of high school, but eventually got degrees from Harvard and Yale. How did that happen? Just because he was a successful businessman. <laughs> well, I was gonna say it really started with his connections with the FBI, and like, yeah. I was gonna say before, like. It, with him going in the military and then them just kind of watching him. Pretty much. And then, and then, and then yeah, he having had, a conversation. Because I guess he always kind of had the passion for art and cartooning and then he just got a little help from... I mean, he got the... Pa- he had the passion, but he, he sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, I guess it goes to show you could suck and still succeed if you have the right man. connections. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it for this episode. This is one of our longer episodes. We've really researched this topic, and honestly, there's still... I was going to say, there's still a lot to look There's still a lot to look at and look into. Your own personal knowledge and research, because honestly, we only covered... Yeah, it seems like this can go on for two, maybe three hours, even longer probably, because there's so much research. We'll post our links in the description, and everybody can check it out. For sure. What I really want to discuss on the next episode is that... O.J. Simpson and yeah, we'll talk about racial aggression. The whole racial time. aggression, the whole uh, how it's all a psyop, pretty much. One big psyop. All right, well, that's been it for the Collier Cast this episode. So we're gonna try and pl- end out with some music here, and hopefully it works out. Thanks for tuning on, and until next time. <laughs>